Welcome back, Double Team Pam. How are we doing on this fine, fine Thursday? By now, I, Cami, am at a podcast conference. And I'll be speaking at a panel about how to talk about taboo subjects. So I'm super excited. Um, also very nervous. So you're going to do great. Thanks. I Positive think energy, well. like yes. some Palo Santo. You're going to do great. Usa, usa. I can public speak. I can public speak. Yes. I, don't, I don't know what advice to give other than you'll do great. You're going to be fine. No, I uh, think this is a topic that you like feel comfortable in. So I think yes, you'll do well. Exactly. I think, you know, times before when I've had to public speak, it wasn't in like, like if it was a you know structural engineering su- yeah it, it wasn't about things that I particularly enjoyed so this time around it's finally going to be on something that I'm passionate about so yeah and I'll be doing it alongside some other amazing pods like multi amory yeah sex talk with my mom um, body storytelling and yeah. I love multi-amory, but it cracks me up. Because, like, if you go on Reddit, like, I remember my early Reddit days. Anytime I'd go, like, recommend a podcast, everyone would be like, only multi-amory. Like, not in those words exactly, but, like, the only one that everyone ever supported was multi-amory. So, I don't, they're, they're doing something right. Yeah, they really are. Everyone else would be like, no, that podcast sucks. This podcast sucks. But multi-amory is the Bible of non-monogamy Reddit and has, polyamory. is loyal to multi. But we spoken. love that for them. I think that's great. Yeah, no, they are a good podcast. They have solid stuff. Exactly. They also have like 400 episodes though. So like this isn't something you like start at the beginning, you know, or maybe it is. I don't know. I don't know. I just don't have the time for that. I don't know how people listen to podcasts. Like I know for me, if it's, A, I don't listen to a lot of podcasts. There are few that I will, I, I, you know, to be honest, like I've never been a podcast person until I started a podcast. (laughs) (laughs) So, but um nowadays when I go listen to podcasts if the show is like years old and they have like a buku load of episodes I'll go like it's hard yeah I mean I'll probably go like 25 episodes back if that yeah the most well yeah about 25 episodes usually I I scroll a little bit get to I I actually go by the name the raunchier the name the more likely that I'll listen to it maybe we should change our titles to like raunchier things I think our titles are pretty eye-catching. Okay. But anyways, so... I want to make one episode titled My Future Wedding is going to be an orgy. Because it is. What are we going to talk about? What I envision my next, like, celebration of love. I don't know if I'll get married again, but I definitely think I'll have, like, a celebration of love at some point. And so, like, when I do, it's going to be, like, an orgy in the woods. And so, like, I want to talk about it. But we can save that for another time. Mm. Yes. Anyways. If you want to hear about that, let us know. If not, we won't do the episode. Like, you know, <laughs> y'all um, have input here too. Yeah. Know? It's it's not just us. It y'all is are show. part of the decision makers. Y'all are part of the team. Especially if you, you know, if you're an OG listener or like you crossed from one platform to po- our podcast to so like actually listen. Yeah. Because I feel like, like if you came from Tiki Talkie and you listen yeah. or like. I love that we have a lot of people who found us through TikTok. Yeah. I even think it's though, great. Well, actually, you know, TikTok, TikTok is where we do get a lot of exposure because we post our TikToks on there and they get lots of views and it's great. Um, but like I posted one this, you know, this week about 
how, you know, it was a clip from last week's episode. Was it last week? And I was yes. mentioning like, you know, the story about the dude that I wanted to date with and I told him about all my partnerships, whatever. And like, guys, the comment section was like absolute trash. People okay, have, but some people were, were cool there. Yeah, some, some people, people were cool, cool. But the majority of people have not evolved past the level of thinking that, you know, a woman who likes sex is, is invaluable. Yeah. Yeah. So I will say shout out to that one guy named Brad, though, that was like running to your defense. And no, I think Brad was the one that was not at my defense. And some other guy was like defending me against oh, I his, Brad. his name was Brad. I, was I like, don't know. Yeah, no, really no. So not, not a shout name. out to Brad. Oh, never mind then. Okay. But regardless. And I just remember I was like, I was reading. Guys, here's one thing. Like I these things don't really bother me. Like I understand that like the majority of people are not going to agree with a lot of the things that I say because non-monogamy and polyamory are still not so mainstream that everyone agrees with it like I understand that I also understand that like as a society you know we're still coming to terms with the fact that women are sexual beings you know so it's like all these things and in a 30 second TikTok you can't like really you know break down and deconstruct someone's view of a relationship and build it up to where they can understand what I mean when I say like to me a friends with benefits is like someone that matters to me because like I, I like their genitals they like mine okay it, it's an intimate relationship but it's casual and neither of us like have the expectation of like a more structured relationship and like I guess people can't like wrap their heads around the fact that you can have like casual relationships that and still mean a lot. Yeah, that still means something. Yeah, like I care about these people. And on top of that, they're like, "Oh, it just means you're just gonna end up alone forever." I'm like, I don't feel alone. I'm definitely not alone right now. I have sex like five plus times a week. I have people I talk to every day. I have people I go to for emotional needs. I have people I go to for physical needs. I have cami. I don't feel alone. Anyways, so it's just. <laughs> well, and I mean, TikTok yeah. is just, yeah, whatever. <clears throat> I love that sometimes they think we're not twins. Oh, my God. The number of people that don't think we're related. I'm like, do we not look alike? I'm going to need like a poll. I'm going to take a poll. Like how do we not look? We sound alike. Everyone like, makes who it. had the first impression that we weren't twins. But then learned that we were twins. I had someone in the DMs ask me how you and I met. And I was like, well, <laughs> um, Inception. I you mean not- Conception? Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> you think I met the Leonardo DiCaprio movie. That's where we met. <laughs> it was back in 2010. And now that I think about it. The I producer of Inception. <laughs> I think I literally said Inception. <laughs> Conception. <laughs> Guys, I promise I'm, I'm sorry. smart. I, I promise I'm smart. Like I, I, I have a master's degree. <laughs> Kimmy, you are smart. I don't doubt that. No one doubts that. I can name like a lot of different <laughs> animals, but like. <laughs> In their reproductive systems. Okay, like, play up that zoology degree a little <laughs> bit more. <laughs> okay, no, but I, w- I was... 
this guy probably thinks I'm a dumbass. Actually, it was because so this guy followed us and and then he sent us a DM. And sometimes before I even respond to a DM, I'll go look, just take a peek at the profile. And I, and I saw that it said you do sometimes every now and then when I if I'm I a little bored. Did. Anyways, I don't know why that reminded me that I haven't done the wordle of the day. Anyways, oh, I haven't done it either. So. I saw that he graduated from Texas A&M at the same year I did. And I was like, oh, are you an Aggie? And he was like, yeah, I am. Like, yeah, gig And then he was like, oh, did you, did you did you go there or something? I was like, yeah, I graduated that same year too. Um, <gasps> Wait, quick he question. He graduated in, in engineering. I graduated in zoology. So Wait, then quick we, question. Can I have your Aggie ring for the gold to turn that one stone I have into a ring? No. Oh, damn it. You don't even wear it anymore. I don't even know where it is. When Actually, it's in my purse. Yeah, can I have it for the gold? <sighs> oh, but that's like a memorabilia, you know. Is it? You even wear it. Do you care that you went to A&M? Okay, we'll discuss anyways, this offline. Yeah, anyways, so he and I were comparing, like, the science classes that we took. Two of the hardest classes at Texas A&M are, are organic chemistry and physical chemistry. Physical chemistry being, like, the hardest. Um, and I took O-chem and he took P-chem, so... We were chatting about that, and then he asked where I met you, and that's where I said Inception. <laughs> and Inception. And like, oh here my is my fucking degree of me saying, like, oh, look at all these science classes <laughs> I took, and what did I say? Inception. The Leonardo DiCaprio movie. If he's listening, <laughs> I mean, Gunception. It's Anyways, okay. it's been a long day honestly guys i've had a very i had a very long week last week i have so much shit i have to do for the next Tammy week. has been working overtime that ot yeah exactly anyways so um yeah i i guess it just it 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 surprises me when people are like oh where did you two meet or oh are they friends i know i'm like i mean i guess we met we definitely like, that's met. one of the things we have going for us people is that we're twins yeah, <laughs> like i know i am curious though like did we meet like, were we one egg or were we two eggs? Were we one sperm or two sperm? Like, I want to know that. Well, okay. Even if it was just one egg, it still would have had to have been two sperm, right? No, actually. No, because if it could be Never one. Never mind. It could be one egg, one sperm, split <laughs> into split. two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, but yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't Does that mean the cells have to work extra hard to multiply? Because he's dirty. I don't know. Anyways, anyways, so, um, actually, thoughts. let's get on today's topic. So, so, how to build a sex room? It's a show on Netflix, and Kimmy and I both watched it. We binged it in j- back in July, and actually, we July wasn't it? July? Oh my god, it's August. <laughs> yeah, that was back in July. I think it's important to note. I since I took a break from social media, I didn't see any of the bad commentary on the show. The week that I did take off social media was actually the week that I binged a bunch of TV. So let's, I mean, let's start with, okay, I really liked the show. I liked it. I thought it was really fun. I thought, um, I think it showcased a variety of different couples. I, I don't think the show was meant to represent only kink. I think as Nikki said, while we were watching the show, she was like, oh, thank God there's a show about pleasure. It was a show, uh, yeah, and that's what, so yeah, let's just, I, I, I say let's kind of start like what we liked about it, what we thought was good. It, to me, I was excited because for, like, they're showing Sibians, they're showing lube, they're showing toys, they're showing, like, 
fabrics and texture. colors and textures and like all these things for the purpose of pleasure. Like she's designing these rooms. Um, so, so it's kind of like, um, fixer upper, but for sex rooms, like, you know, people have a room and they're like, we want to turn this into a sex room. So the lady comes in and she's like, and she turns it into a sex room for them. And like, they kind of go through a process of like what they are exploring, what they want to explore, all these things. Um, the, I, I really love the leading lady, the interior designer. And then her Ma- Melanie, is it Melanie? Look it up. Um, and then her, the contractor, their dynamic was, hilarious. it is Melanie. Yeah. Melanie. Okay, Melanie and the contractor, like, hilarious dynamic. And so they're they're designing these rooms for these couples. And, like, I, this is the first time, at least for me, that I've seen a show where the main priority was to bring people pleasure. And that, to me, is, like, what was so exciting. I'm like, I remember at one point, I'm like, there's a Sibian on Netflix, guys. Like, we should be rejoicing. I remember I told Kami at one point, I'm like, the world is healing. Mm-hmm. Like we are starting to prioritize pleasure and that is a healing thing because we can heal through pleasure. Anyways, so I was really excited. I'm trying to think of some of like my favorite moments. I really liked the first, Nikki jumped in, I think at the second or third. I know, I need to go the back and watch row. the first I, episode. I, I liked the first couple. I thought they were fun. I really, I loved the room that they did. Um, definitely impressed that um, the contractors got all of that furniture down that tiny set of stairs. But I mean, what I really liked about the show, as Nikki said, I mean, it it showed a variety of people. It showed, you know, your normal cis-het couple. They had two lesbian couples. It showed, They had a gay couple. A whole polycule. Of seven people. Yeah. They showed a polycule of seven people, guys. Like, when have we ever seen that on Netflix? I can't think of another example, personally. Um, well, I mean, and within like the like the your normal like you know male female couples, it showed like the couple trying to rekindle and like the couple trying to like spice things up and you know the couple that's been exploring a ton already, but they yeah. want to explore more. Like the couple that's like and then I really putting themselves out there, and yeah. now they just want to add on to that. And I really liked that they at the end they did the single woman in her fifties that's re exploring her sex life. So and that I mean, was that was one of even, my most favorite. Episodes. They even did an episode, or they did one of the rooms was a van, which I thought was phenomenal. And the way that they did the van was like I know because they showed out like of alternative world. you know styles and forms of living. You know, yeah, exactly. So I mean, it was definitely a dynamic show. I the whole time I watched it, I enjoyed it. So when and they and they showed people of like all they they showed an interracial couple. They showed people of all sizes and like some and and, and that and that's another thing too. Like I remember, um, I did like that. They actually, were like yeah. doing lingerie shopping for like one of the girls and like you know she, she's not or I mean, she had a great body. I thought she was super hot, but like you know she doesn't fall under like the typical definition of like you know skinny, tiny, you know, all these like what do you call it. Normal beauty standards, Standard anyways, too. and I was just like, like seeing her body, I was like, yes, like that, you know, that this is, like these are things that that we want to see represented. So I was excited that they were showing so many different types of people who were all seeking pleasure. Like everyone's, again, everyone's 
main goal was seeking pleasure. So I was kind of surprised when, you know, Nikki is on social media that week while I wasn't. And she was like, oh, a bunch of people were, you know, saying, you know, like the kink community was pretty upset with this. Uh, okay, I, I don't want to say the kink community was upset with it. I, I noticed some some creators um, from the kink community that were like kind of saying like certain things about the show. One of them was questioning the the or a lot of it was around like the education of kink. Um, because yeah, like most of the, so the, the kind of the process was she'd kind of sit them down be like, okay, you know, what do you envision? What are things that you want in the room? What are things that you, um, have already kind of experimented with? And then on top of that, she'd be like, okay, well, how about this? Like, have you considered, you know, like, does this toy speak to you? Does this, you know, form? I like that she incorporated a lot of toys. Yeah. And mainly because like, especially I remember the episode where it was, um, that one couple, the woman had like never used a vibrator and had never reached an orgasm or something. Oh, remember the purple and gold room. Mm -hmm. That one, it was gorgeous anyways. And so like the, you know, she really like emphasized like this, you know, this woman's like desire to reach an orgasm and all these things. So I thought that was really cool. Um, but so, you know, she's showing them handcuffs, she's showing them dildos, she's showing them sex wings, she's showing them sibians, like all these things. And yes, some of them are, you know, more high level toys that you use in kink that takes time to like get to know and understand. And so I definitely saw a lot of people that were like, well, where's the education on this? I really, I did like that each couple was going through something that they wanted to work on. And for Mm -hmm. some of those, you know, for some of those people, it was, you know, maybe they did want to learn about new toys or something like that. So, you know, she would like take them to a class or whatever it was. So I think it's important to note that like, even though like they showed us that, I don't think that would have been at least I'm assuming they got a little bit more education out of that, especially if she's like putting St. Andrew's crosses and sex swings. I'm sure behind the scenes, there's some sort of education. Like, I don't think they could have showed all of it. I think like with the first couple, like they went to an actual like studio and had um, a professional kink couple like show them how to use the cross and the restraints and you know flog correctly and all of that so nice yeah I mean I think that was one of the ways that they tried to showcase it I definitely think that we shouldn't assume that every piece came with education but we shouldn't also assume that no education was administered just because we didn't see it like, I think we have to remember that at the end of the day, like, it's a show about interior design. It's not a show about it, kink education. So it's, while there's definitely elements of kink and elements of, like, sexuality in it, you know, it, it's the, the purpose of the show is not meant to showcase that. And, like, of course, like, yeah, you want people to know how to use these things. I remember someone had mentioned that in one episode they used metal cuffs, which most of the time I saw her use leather cuffs. But I'm trying to remember, maybe there was one where she used, where she placed metal cuffs instead of leather cuffs in the, it, for the, for the, I don't remember. Use. Regardless, don't. you know, yeah, I definitely understand that there you want to, you know, provide some education on, on metal cuffs because they can be more dangerous. But like, it's just one of those things where it's like the, the purpose of the show isn't, isn't here to like educate us on all of this. Like it's, it's to showcase these people's like journey and exploring as they're building this sex room and as they're you know, kind of bringing this new space into their lives. So 
I don't know. I guess I wasn't sitting there being so quick to be like, oh my God, well, why aren't they showing us how to use a Sibian or how to use a sex wing? Like, because that's just not what the, what, like, they don't have time for that. You know, they, they only have so much they can fit into each episode. And so, like, I'm not going to sit there and assume that they didn't do anything. We can't assume that they did everything. But, like, you know, I think for the most part, they, they did try to show some aspects of education when they could, when they had the time for it or whatever. Honestly, some of those rooms made me so jealous. Yeah. The one that had the, the huge shower. shower. Yes, that's exactly. And the, the wallpaper that had like the outline drawing of the women. It was all in that same room. Oh, man. What if I, you have been thinking about building a sex room for yourself, I highly recommend going to watch this show just because like it will give you so many ideas. But absolutely, I want to know where that wallpaper came from. Because it's probably easy to find. If I built a sex room, I would want that wallpaper. I mean, I would just want that wallpaper for my regular room. So Kimi and I were talking about this. If we, because like right now we live together and like we want to buy a house, you know, and within the next year. And then we were like, we definitely want a sex room. Are we going to need separate sex rooms? What are y'all's thoughts on that? I, I think, think we would do fine with one sex room, but we need to have separate toys. Yes. Like there needs to be <clears throat> like your chest of goodies and then there needs to be my chest of goodies i would agree communal goodies like the sex wing probably need to maybe we should get two sex wings i don't require a sex wing i definitely after watching that show i want to try a sex wing i just don't know that i like the moving element while you're trying to I guess I would need to see how they use them. So it reminds me of like, you know, in Shibari, like when you tie someone up and then fuck them, like it or like suspend them up and then like, you know. I haven't seen that though. Okay. It's kind of like, I imagine similar to that. I, I would be definitely excited to try a sex wing. There was one. Remember at the sex party that we went to in New York City? They had mm-hmm. a sex wing there. I remember that. I think I sat in it. I mean, either way, like, I think, you know, and this makes me think about all the rooms that she had. She, yeah, like Nikki said, if you're trying to build a sex room and you need ideas, like, honestly, that's a great show for, like, the aesthetics were on point. Sorry, there's something in my face. Okay, well, sorry. The aesthetics were on point. The aesthetics were on point. Um, and just, she's, she's a fabulous designer, I think. She Interior is. designer. Yeah. And I love a good dis- interior design. Like, I am a whore for a good, you know, well-placed, decorated, like, beautiful, especially open concept room. It really surprised me. Like, the before and after always got me. Because half the time I'd be oh, like, yeah. this doesn't look like the same room. It also made me also want to have a stripper pole. Really? Yeah. And I want to learn how to use or perform on a stripper pole. So my female... Not that I want to be a stripper. Not that I... I mean, just for Not the, that there's anything wrong with being not, a stripper. Not that there's anything wrong with being a stripper. But I do love the art of pole dancing. So I would love to... <gasps> we should go do a pole dancing class. I've been wanting to do that. And I think it's a great idea. Our therapist... We did put that on the list of like things that we could do for fun that don't aren't work podcast related. or yeah. like friends related. So maybe we could go do that. Yeah. That's what I've been wanting to do. My, so watching the show, it kind of reminded me, like my female dom, she has a, a room in her um, apartment. It's like, everything's like pink and fluffy in there. The stripper pole's in there. And usually like whenever we go 
play like we play in that room oh they lay out the waterproof blanket you know we we put up the the rig for the for the shibari like suspensions and stuff and like that's the room that they use for that and like i love that they have a space for you know specifically for like pleasure and sex and all those things just because like most people don't think to do that they just associate like the bedroom with that but like think about all the other things that like go on in the bedroom i was gonna say i think it's important to have a space that you make your own for fun and pleasure with your partner or partners so that's why i think our next house should have a sex room yeah just separate toys and then like a good cleaner yeah a good cleaning regimen after use probably hire a cleaning person you want to hire a cleaning person Okay, that's fair. That's fine. We can, but I mean, that's gonna get not that it's like that messy though. I guess it's I don't know. Yeah, it's not that messy, but I don't think it's that messy. I mean, we each have sex pretty often. Like, what we're gonna have a cleaner come in every day? Like, (laughs) no, twice a day sometimes. Once a week to do a deep clean. How about that? And then we each do like our own respective cleanings after. Mm -hmm. Okay, and we're gonna have to have a schedule for it. Oh yeah, it's gonna have its own calendar, like a room block. Nikki and I were one time, uh, like, playing with the idea of, like, making, like, a sex hotel. (gasps) I would have loved that. Imagine if you went to, like... I think it's still possible. Yeah. Like, a boutique hotel, like, each of the rooms were different themes. Maybe there's, like, a kinky one. There's, like, a red room. There's, like, you know, like, a white, modern, like, think, like, nothing but quartz countertops that you can fuck on top of. I would I would love that. I think that would be like so Like a dope. fantasy hotel. Yeah, a fantasy hotel. Whatever your fantasy is, like going and figure <clears> out. <throat> Actually, and that's my idea. So if anybody comes up with it, I'm going to sue your ass. And if we have this recorded, we'll have it. Po- yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, Anyways. Let the court know that today is Monday, August 22nd, 7.44 p.m. Okay, anyways. <laughs> so... <laughs> now now it is on record okay but that's really like all yeah that's really what i wanted to talk about i think you know as i think it's great that we're having more conversations around pleasure being seen on you know media like netflix television. yeah <clears throat> i mean that's a huge streaming platform i'm just as someone that is kinky bisexual and non-monogamous do you know how excited i was to see a show that basically encompassed all three of those things and showed it without any judgment Mm -hmm. celebrated it if anything because i remember like the room that she did for the polycule couple i really loved because oh there were so many person had something in that room that was for them so like one guy liked to be a voyeur so like she made like a little peep show kind or peep i don't know what you want to call it window for him and like one of them liked to be caged and so like she had a a piece of furniture that was like also doubled as a cage like all these things and so like her attention to detail I thought was phenomenal but like I I just I loved that it, it like celebrated these people you know these people with desires for sex and kink and exploration like all these things and so I I was ecstatic to see it I don't I mean yeah I don't know if someone that's more seasoned or professional in kink and and looks at it and is like oh well they didn't get this right they didn't get this right they didn't get this right like I understand like yeah they're probably not going to get everything right I don't know what kind of sure they showed I know they showed that like whipping scene you said they there was like that shibari class like Hey, DT fam, you know how important STD testing is and how often we discuss it on our show, which is why I'm super stoked to be working with stdcheck.com. So whether you are with a new partner or you just want to stay on top of your sexual health, 
Maybe you have multiple partners or maybe you went to a sex party and forgot to use a condom. Whatever it is, it is super important for you to be maintaining your sexual health and that obviously includes STD testing. So stdcheck.com is the leader in reliable and affordable lab-based STD testing. I've done this many times, so I'm definitely a big fan of this. Basically, you order your test online and then go right to one of their certified labs get your testing done, no doctor visit is required, and then you do get your results emailed to you in about two days. What I love about stdcheck.com obviously is it offers confidential and convenient STD testing. This is how I typically do my testing, especially when I want to do a full, full panel. So with multiple online payment options, it's super easy to set up and also you just have that peace of mind. If you're looking for a super convenient way to go get tested, head on to stdcheck.com. And right now, stdcheck.com is offering our listeners $10 off your order. So go to doubleteamedfam.com. Of course, we'll have that linked in the episode description. Click on STD Check and use code DTF to get $10 off your next STI test. That's doubleteamedfam.com. Click on STD Check and use code DTF to go get tested and this is just a great way to support our show while you're taking care of your sexual health so thank you guys go get tested was it a shibari class i'm trying to remember i thought at some point i'm someone, trying to remember someone did like a rope demonstration anyways like they showed all these aspects and so like whether or not it was like 100 like the best representation that's up for debate and that's everyone's personal opinion but I, I i think regardless we should just be celebrating that like something like this is on netflix you know i know in the past like for example when you uh, that show with penn badgley is that his name anyways you know when they showed that representation of not oh yeah the show you what yes. the show the show you, you. Yeah. yeah 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 i know every time you say you it's like anyways i, I, I think they really renamed and <laughs> named that wrong yeah anyways the show you on netflix i remember when that came out i was pretty pissed at their representation of <laughs> swinging because i was like the the party scene was a nightmare the it was just it was all it was all a mess so i wasn't thrilled about it but i would like y- you still have to somewhat no, you don't have to celebrate i still somewhat celebrated that like hey it's making it on television it's getting representation i mean i guess there are probably you know other more I need to watch more shows that represent kink because I feel like a few have come out recently that I haven't watched yet. That represent kink? Have you heard yeah. of any? Yeah, and I'm trying to remember what the names are, but there's a few that were mentioned to us that I need to go watch. You guys have to remember I don't watch a lot of television. I did watch television while I was on my social media break because... I was trying to relax after vacation and I wanted to wind down and that's what happened. But I mainly watched Vikings shows. Yeah. Because you know me, I love Vikings. But <clears throat> there were there was another show I remember that someone had recommended to us about non-monogamy and I tried to get into it, but I couldn't. I was like two episodes in and I'm like, I just can't. What so was like, it? Black Sails, something like that. I can't remember. That sounds like a bad version of Black Mirror. No, 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 no. It wasn't like that. It was like, it was like, it was kind of not Vikings, but like, oh. anyways, um, I felt bad. I couldn't get into it. Sometimes you just don't connect with the show. So like, if you don't like interior design shows and you're kinky, you might look at the show and be like, meh, maybe it's not your cup of tea and that's okay. But I got some great ideas from it. 
I will say, I and honestly, using the cocks as hooks. Some of the details I thought were phenomenal. Like uh, there was, she had that one table that had like divots for your butt, so that like oh, if yeah. they go, if they wanted to have sex on that coffee table, like it had a comfortable place for the butt. She had that custom made. Custom made. Yeah, there was a lot of the budgets. I really am curious what the yeah. budgets for. <clears throat> for that was because i it was some of those things i'm like man to have that made custom must have been expensive well i mean some of them were like complete like renovations to the room and one I'm of them was a whole barn oh yeah a oh whole- that photo shoot that they did for that one oh i love that oh yeah and they showed nipples like we saw nipples guys netflix really i mean uh, streaming services in general have shown a lot more nudity which i definitely champion I always thought we were heading in the right direction when I saw a full-blown cock, or sorry, eggplant on Club de Cuervos. Oh, yeah. Potro. 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 He's a fine human. Yeah, very sexy human. And I was very surprised by the number of people, like the the, the woman at the end where she was like, all I've ever used are my two fingers. And I was like, I would have hated that. Wow. My fingers don't vibrate like... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I'll, I'll say this i'll say this after having <clears throat> used a vibrator so many times um when i'm in a pinch and i only have my fingers to use it, it takes, takes a lot me, of effort it takes significantly longer with a lot more effort involved to make myself orgasm so that part kind of sucks but that's I mean, but that's it's just the evolution. Like I used to when I was when I was first finding out like about porn and stuff, I used to be able to come just by, you know, seeing, imagining, yeah. Well, not even that, but just like well, yeah, it started with imagination and then it was like a picture on the internet. That's it. All it took was a picture. Yeah. And then you it would even move. Yeah, and then it would And then take, you needed a gif of boobs bouncing. Yeah. <laughs> and then and then you needed a full video. So it's like an evolution. Like your, your needs. What am like, I gonna need at eighty? Like I don't know. Live <laughs> performance. Probably. No, let's not manifest that. No. Um, that's funny. I will. Oh, that's what I was gonna say. Um, sometimes, like use having to use my fingers, I see that as like a challenge. Like, oh, I gotta make this happen with my fingers. Okay, let's see if this can happen. <laughs> I mean, but then I, I definitely have to use porn in those instances to do it. Yeah. It did give me I always have to use porn nowadays. Always. Yeah. I can't I can't do imagination anymore. That's why I still want to try <laughs> I'm that too audio. lazy for imagination. Like I don't know about you, but I'm like, I'm not about to just stay here and be like, well, I want to fantasize about today. I'm like, no, give it to me. Do you want to be spoon fed? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's the Libra in me. <laughs> yeah. You, you want someone to make that decision for you. Okay. I get it. I do remember I had someone reach out to us in the DMs recently and they were like, Hey, you know, my girlfriend and I are getting pretty serious and we want to move in together and we want to build a sex room. They're both kinky. And he was like, I don't, I don't know if he watched the show or not. I meant to ask him, but anyways, he was like, how do you, you know, think that conversation should go like if we have kids and that is later on in the future. And that was something that I thought about too, because like some of those people in that show did have children. Oh yeah. So I'm like, and he was like, I just, I don't want to, you know, lose our kinky side just because we have kids. But like, I also don't want like, you know, the kids suddenly opening a door and, and then they find like this layer of, you know, dildos and dungeons <laughs> and sex wings and, you know. It's not dungeons and dragons. It's dungeons, it's dungeons and, and dildos. dildos. Yeah. I mean, that's what we can title the episode. 
Dungeons and Dildos. Oh, I love that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Let's do it. And I told him, I'm like, you know, I I think you should still build a sex room. Even if you plan to have children later on, you can, they make locks, lock the door and make sure that they don't have any access to it. Maybe one day, like if, if you want to show them that side, you can slowly introduce them to elements of kink and then let them decide for themselves if that's something that they want to explore. And, and you can, you know, help them how to do that safely and whatnot. But for the most part, like your, your kids don't have to know about it at all. Yeah, I mean, I think it's important to, I mean, yeah, A, you do get to put locks on rooms. And if, you know, they ask, like, oh, why is this room locked? And I can never go in there. I mean, it's mommy closet, and daddy's <laughs> closet. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, that's, I guess that's the tricky thing about kids is that they are, like, they do get more curious as time great. goes on. I don't but have I mean, children, I, so, like, I don't know. Is, yeah, I mean, I don't there, really know how to answer that question fully because, yeah, we don't have kids. But, but I mean, it's a valid like, thing to just be like, it's none of your business. <laughs> Because it's not. <laughs> well, maybe. I'm trying to remember, like, the times. Did mom or dad ever be like, we're not going to answer that because it's none of your business? Yeah, actually, they did. Probably. I, re- I remember times um, where they'd our, be like. Our dad is a Virgo and our mom's a Sag. So, yeah, at some point, I'm sure we probably no, heard no. that. No, no. I remember there would be times where mom would be like, I would ask a question. Mom would be like, I'm not going to offer an answer because that's none of your business. Or she'd be like, it's none of your business, mamita, sorry. And I'd be like, okay. So I think it's perfectly fine to like enact boundaries with your children. And so when they ask questions that you don't want to answer, be like, I'm sorry, I'm not going to answer that. Like, So when they ask what that room is that they can't go into, sorry. And just make sure they never see where the key goes. Um, anyways. But but I thought that was really cool that they were like thinking ahead. Like, okay, we want a sex room. But like, and but we do want children. I mean, even if or you start having kids, you're not going to have to worry about the integrity of that door lock until what they're seven no at what age can children comprehend that a door opens and is locked and there's something behind it i don't know this i don't know five maybe well i mean even at that age you can just you know give them their ipad and they're happy for yeah, yeah, I don't know. That's true. I don't know how to answer this question, guys. Okay, I don't have kids, but I, and we have like our little brother, and even yeah. The, but but the, the the advice that I gave him was, you can still make it happen. You can still do it, and obviously, this person knows I don't have children. Um, but you can. It, it's just something you know, enact a boundary around it. If you don't want to share that piece of your life with them, don't share that piece of your life with them. Like, if you want to show them the room one day, show them. Yeah, show them. Anyways. So, but I, I thought it was cool that they were like thinking ahead, but it did get me thinking like, what, what, Cami, what's our sex room going to look like? Are we going to have the same aesthetic? I don't know. What, what, what are you the, imagining? What are you imagining? I mean, I it don't was really want, nice like, because the, you know, every single time I thought of like a, like a, a sex room, you know, my first impression was always like, you know, Red. S- Sebastian, no, what's his name? Not Sebastian. Christian Grace. Christian Grace. Everything Christian Grace, red, red, black, room. plush. Yeah, and like leather. No, I I mean, I love texture. I love comfort. If there's anything that I want while I'm having sex is I want to be warm because I'm always cold and I hate being cold while I'm having sex. Like I, I need agree. To, especially at the beginning. So like I want to be surrounded by plushy things and nice fabrics when I lived in in Kansas with my ex-fiance we had this really nice plush comforter Comforter. that I got from Wayfair 
but it was like the best thing on earth. It was so comfortable and it washed so well. Um, and it was my favorite thing to sleep on because it was so comfy. So like when I envision like a playroom for myself, it's definitely about textures and comfort. I was going to say, I really <clears> like <throat> that one thing that about the show. Cause I agree. Like normally when you think like a sex room, you think like red and black and like dungeon, but like very sexy dungeon. I like that she played with so many different like types of types of rooms. Like there was one that was all like okay, but red. you should have seen you should have seen the first room because she had this sick neon sign. It was like a rock and roll room, anyways. This neon sign that was like "Let me lick you, eat you, fuck you," something like that. I can't remember. Anyways, okay. and and those like it was like a Florida ceiling neon sign vertical, right? And then they had like this white leather couch with a plush white fur blanket and like it there was just so many different like elements to that room but she tied it into and like it was all exposed brick too no but that's what i'm saying remember there was like the purple and gold room the barn was like white and brown and black there was that one room that was like indoor outdoor and had a hot tub there was that I other one that was like tub. remember the the one with the really big shower was like white with a lot of like um foliage kind of elements like a lot of greenery you know mm -hmm. so like i, I, like I love greenery yeah i like that there were like multiple styles of sex rooms because yeah for everyone it looks different now, it doesn't have to be this like red room of pain for everyone you know and that's uh, why i'm saying for us i think like i don't want like a red room i want more of, i like i want i do want color but i want the base of it to be like white and plush and then from there add like pinks and purples and blues how do you feel about that that's fine but i still want like a neon sign and <clears throat> well you can have a neon sign it can be a pink neon sign but like i want there there's just so many different factors i definitely like i don't know like i remember someone once sent me a picture of like their playroom and one part of it was just like the the bench bed thing at a doctor's office oh and i was like i don't I don't know how comfortable like that would be like fun, you know, I want I want a sex room that has a big shower in it. And in that shower, I want like I want a shower you can fuck in comfortably. I don't need that because I personally don't like shower sex that much. What? I mean, it's fun. But like if I don't want to get my hair wet, you got to maneuver around the shower and then like water, like just straight water is not the best lubricant. So no, it's not, but, like, that's what I'm saying. Like, the shower would have a little cubby with, like, a bunch of lube in there. And then, like, we could place the shower heads at a mid-level so it's, like, above the head, you know? So the water's just going to our bodies. Granted, we're short. So for a dude. That'd be very <laughs> If they're tall. And that's gonna, another thing. It's going to be literally hitting at their stomach. Yeah, I mean, but that's what I'm saying. Like, the, the shower sex I've had is, has not been that revolutionary because there's one shower head. Do you know how cold I get if I'm waiting for a big ass guy that's in front of me to shower and rinse and get warm and then I'm over there like, you know, like. So I remember in our old house, my ex and I, we remodeled the bathroom and when we remodeled it, I designed the bathroom and I took out the tub and the shower, which was like pretty it wasn't small but it was just like a normal shower and then it had this big ass tub I took out all of that and then just put in one giant shower and it had a really big shower head that with like really nice pressure and so there was like a lot of 
like it was a big space there was a lot of water and a lot of steam okay so i love that shower i love that shower too and that shower was great for two people because i felt like it was comfortable granted there was no seating in there because it was like an open concept shower like it was just a piece of glass and then the shower which is like all tiled and stuff like it was really pretty i really love that bathroom i think that's that's why the house sold for as much as it did because like they love that bathroom as much as i did it had an led mirror I still think about it all the time. But I, I I like that it was a really big shower. And so that that one sex room that she did that had the really big shower, I was very inspired by that because I would want a shower. But I still think what I didn't like about that shower that you had is you had to go all the way in to turn the water. So you're going to get splashed with cold water as you turn the shower on. Like that's and I hate it when hotels have that too. Yeah, I mean, I ha- I need to have... That was side- something I didn't think about. So, like, in the future when I design yeah, a shower, I was going to say, I that. didn't like the... I don't like showers that don't have access to the faucet in a way to where, like, when I turn on the water, it's not going to hit me as I'm turning it on. Yeah, but the thing was, is, like, it didn't really, like, hit... And this it never is hit why me so much that I got I got like wet. It just... I don't know. Anyways. I know, but if, for it's... You get what I'm saying, For though, future right? purpose, yeah, yeah. I feel like I would be a good interior designer if I really put my heart into it. I I think it, yeah. I think if we if we made a sex room like I would I would love if Melanie came and designed it for us. I, would I wanted her on the pod. Yeah, we should get Melanie on the pod. Yeah. I just love her accent, a, eh? but I I loved her she had a warmth to her and an open-mindedness that I really liked. I know, and uh you know, on top of that like she, you know, she really paid attention to like the details and like the things that people wanted and she did I thought such a great job of like making people feel comfortable and wanting to explore things like she she's someone that like I would have been like yes let's go like explore all these toys and stuff and she she kind of like normalized the conversations with it because you could tell some of the people weren't like the most like you know they're probably a little like hesitant talking about these things with a stranger you know you wanted to like open up to her granted you know who knows this is all on camera, so, like, we don't know what it was like behind the scenes, but, like, if that is how she is, I, I think that's really great, and that's how someone who is designing these pieces should be, because, like, you want someone that makes you feel like you can open up about your sexual desires. That's I, why, like, when, when someone was like, well, what are her credentials? Like, okay, she's not a kink. Like, I, it, clearly she was, you know, she was sexual and maybe a little kinky, but I don't know if she was like a dom or a sub or whatever, but like, let, let's not question her credentials, I think, in the sense that like, she's an interior designer. She, she knows what a St. Andrew's Cross is. Like, I think she knows and a something about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so it's like, her credentials are that she's, she's probably explored these things herself. No, but I, what I was saying was that like, her credentials are that she's an interior designer and she's designing these rooms for these people and like, that's what she's doing. She's not like the show isn't for kink or sex education. So she's not a, you know, she, she doesn't need to be like a kink or sex educator. She's an interior designer. So I don't know. I I remember I saw one of the couples, um, post about the first couple they were post, the girl was posting on Instagram. She was like, cause I guess they rent out their house on Airbnb. She's like, do I? rent the room out as part of the airbnb and in my head i'm like fuck no if no. i had a room like that no no no, no, no the no. last thing i would want is anybody coming a in stranger there. coming in yeah. yeah no 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 i yeah. would lock that shit up and be like sorry you can't go in there yeah no i wouldn't want that either no. i didn't so that was the first episode the first house that you rented out well, yeah they rented out as airbnb the first couple was like the, the fun hip couple that i think like got the most like traction from the show i don't know 
Interesting. I really like the polycule couple because it was like two women and like five men. That is true. I really like that. I thought that was phenomenal. That's a great ratio, I think. It is a fun ratio. A fun, yeah, a fun ratio. Yeah. That's really all I had to say. Yeah. I guess it just made me sad to see like people complain about it. Like, oh, well, they didn't do this right. And they didn't do this right. And they didn't get this right. And I remember someone, there was like a, I guess they showed a scene where they were like whipping uh, someone. Uh, yeah, I do remember that. I remember that uh, it was like the second or third episode. And I remember before, like, you know, they told them like, oh, this is like a whipping scene. And like anyone walking into whipping a whipping scene, it's going to be intense, you know. But I, I remember someone was like, I hope people with whipping trauma don't watch this show and get triggered. And I'm like, we walk outside and like anything could trigger us. Like, I, mean, I walk by a bar sometimes and hear a song that reminds me of my ex and I'm triggered. But I don't expect that bar to not play it because of my trauma yeah okay like the sadly the world can't censor for everyone's traumas because if we did like honestly nothing would happen everyone would stay inside and nothing would ever be like presented because then like oh it might trigger someone so uh, yes, it's not we- like we can eradicate the country of greece like we just <laughs> won't visit <laughs> see- i don't know why this randomly reminded me of i um was watching Stranger Things with one of my partners <coughs> when the new season came out. The first episode, they did like a recap of the previous seasons, right? Mm. And I'm watching the recap and it reminded me how, you know, when I watched those episodes, it was with my husband because we used to love to watch Stranger Things together. And yes, I was immediately triggered by it and I started crying and he's all confused. He's like, are you okay? And he like paused it and I'm like crying into his chest profusely because I was triggered by stranger things. And then afterwards I explained to him, I'm like, you know, my ex and I used to watch this show together. And so like, it was, it was just a little bit hard for me to see, but then, you know, I, I released those feelings and I, and I let it go. And I'm like, I didn't expect that to be triggering i didn't expect that to like you know come up and so like i don't know it was just anyways that very interesting yeah a little side story that has nothing to do with the topic but just something i thought of anyways i i really enjoy the show i think you should watch it um like i said it inspired me to want to explore some things more like the sex swing the the very last one where they had the sex swing on that four poster bed that that intrigued me the barn Oh, yeah. That intrigued me. Honestly, I... What were you most intrigued by that you saw on the show? I'm curious. Well, A, the interior design. No, but when I mean, it like, was there, like, a toy? Was there, like, something it, like something in it that made you really want to try it? For me, it was I mean, I like that it. they incorporated, I think, at one point, like, the Electroplay wand. Yes. You never I used was like, one? No. I was like, maybe I could be into trying that. Um, I do need to get me one of those that actually does remind me. Yeah. But I mean, I don't know. I think nothing. I mean, all the, the, the table, like the, the coffee table with the handcuffs. I really like. Yes. I really like that. That was a cool piece of furniture. I don't know. For me, like I have to try the toy out like in person to see how I like it. Like at the last sex party we were at, I, um, the one of the doms that was there, he had like this custom paddle that was like, you know, it had a handle and then it was like one flap and one flap. So then like it had like a double flap. Oh, 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 okay. I've yeah, but he was, um, did you like it? 
Well, yeah, because he he flogged my my bum, and then he flogged my feet, which I really liked. Love getting flogged in the feet now. It felt like a massage. And then he switched to the paddle, and I didn't really like the paddle like on my bum. I liked it when he did it in between my thighs, like a like a flap 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 on my between my thighs. Loved that. But then he paddled my feet. That felt like a massage. I've was never, very nice. I've never had someone flog my feet. So you may find Cammy, you know, me this year liking more feet play. I fully support that journey for you. Thank you. Would you let someone suck your toes? You absolutely should. I think I think I'm open to it. Especially especially after having my feet flogged, I really liked the sensations I felt there. I did when I got a massage a couple of weeks ago, he massaged my feet pretty well and I liked it a lot. I was like I I mainly when I go get massages, I like my neck and my back to be taken care of the most and then like my lower side hip area. But this masseuse went and massaged my feet and I really liked it. So, so. you are on a titty and feet journey. Perhaps I am. Maybe I'm on a foot journey. So my female dom one time have I told you this? I can't remember. She like fucked my big toe. Oh, yeah. You told me. She put your big toe in her vagina. She put my big toe in her vagina. Actually, let me say that. Okay. Let me I say, the, let me say that. the TikTok friendly version of that. She put my big toe in her kitty. And for once, it kind of felt like what it's like to have an eggplant. Because it went inside her. So I could feel inside her, but with my big toe. And how did it feel? So warm and like wet and nice and soft. It's kind of like. But it, did you not get that sensation like when you finger a girl? Yeah, but it feels different than like the fingers. I don't know how to explain it. It's like a different extremity. So it feels different. Okay, but where were your little toes? Like curled down. So I had my. my was your foot like if. My this foot was, was her up kitty, and she was. Was here or like. My foot was, was it like up and she was like lowering down onto it. Okay, I know, but I'm saying like if your foot was here, was she straddling like this way or was she straddling like this way? Facing me. It felt really nice. So anyways. I'm sorry. I'm trying to figure out the logistics of it. I, I feel like it. So your big, your little toes were curled like on her. So like, bone. so, so like this, and this was kind of like. Okay. Like, so then all that's going in is like that little bit. Yeah. I mean, that's a like little, an inch. A little bit more than that. I don't know how to explain it, but it felt really nice. It felt for like her? For me, I, I no, don't know. But I know, but uh, what, how did it feel I have her? no idea how it felt for her. What a concept. She said it just felt fun. Fucked. But I, I, I love feet. And now, ever since you told me about getting your feet flogged and paddled, like, I'm not going to. Honestly, lie. try it. I No, it I really, really nice. I want to try it. It was really nice. It, so I felt like it relieves some pressure points. Oh, I could see that. I could see it. The feet are like a, I mean. Honestly, everything kind of comes down to the honestly feet. when I when I had my feet flogged, I, I understood. I was like, I, I get why people are obsessed with the feet. The feet feel good. The feet feel good. The feet feel really good. Is there an echo in here? No, <laughs> the feet feel really good. Anyways, so I I need to see which one of my partners would be willing to flog my feet. I don't think that's a weird ask. The floggers that he used were really long. 
I had him switch to a shorter one. A shorter flogger. But those are, I guess, were custom ones that he had just like, had made. So I love having testing my, them out. I love having my back flogged more than I love having my bum flogged. Mm. Like my upper, like the upper back area, when that's flogged, that's my favorite. I okay. He did flog my upper back, and it it did feel okay, especially like right here. Oh, especially by yeah. like the base of the neck. Oh, feels so good. Anyway. I think he only flogged like upper towards my neck and it was like great but like after he did the feet i was like there's nothing that compares to that that makes you want to like <clears throat> have other parts flogged like i wonder what it feels like to have like your thighs flogged like the front of well, your have thighs you had the paddle to the thighs yeah in between yeah i've had that okay that felt nice i've had that there were three younger people there they were probably like in their earlier 20s probably like 22 23 24 and they were trying out flogging. And two of them were pretty inebriated. And I was trying to show them how to flog correctly. And the guy the the guy was like, am I doing this right? And I'm just like. Like he wasn't giving it effort. Yeah, exactly. And I'm just like, I roll. Like, just go home. You're drunk now. You had enough. Yeah. Mm. I will say, so that sex party that we went to, um, it's. They did it in this, like, beautiful penthouse in, like, the center of L.A. Or of downtown Los Angeles. It was, like, and they had a terrace at the top with a pool. It was beautiful. So you're, like, surrounded by these, like, high-rise buildings, like, in the heart of downtown. And at in this penthouse, like, the views were phenomenal. The views were phenomenal. You do have to remember, though, as I posted the other day, I personally am sometimes terrified of tall buildings. And yeah, you really can't top. go to the edge and look down. Exactly. So, me, I was just like, I'm going to pretend that we're on the lower level, but the view's amazing. Yeah. Anyways, so. Anyways, guys, I hope you liked today's episode. I know it's a little bit all over the place, but, you know. Watch the show. Let us know what you think. Like I said, I personally really enjoyed it. I was happy to see... I was happy to see kink and non-monogamy and just a variety of walks of life on Netflix. So thank you, Netflix, for showcasing that. Yeah, pleasure. Pleasure, pleasure, pleasure on Netflix. Like a whole show about pleasure. I was thrilled. Um, So yeah, we're sure. Are there things that they could have done better? Absolutely. Probably. Um, Do I think some of those things require education before these couples use it? Absolutely, fucking lutely especially the shibari but the purpose of the show was to show us you know these spaces how they created them the thought behind it and you know the 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 journey that these couples are taking and that's what they did so in my eyes they accomplished that mission i hope to see more of it honestly i'd like to see another season i'd love to see a part two are you kidding yeah I'd maybe we'll be featured on. <gasps> i'm yes. gonna submit submit but we gotta have a house with a sex room do we want a bed in the sex room no no i don't, I don't really want a bed just a nice couch or or like nice i love couch sex or, yeah couch sex is one of my favorites or nice tabletops like nice surfaces but not beds because like we will have our respective beds exactly. for sex yeah. yeah i agree well thanks everybody for tuning in don't forget our live show in la october 20th buy your tickets we are approaching sellout I'm really happy that we're selling tickets. And we can't wait to see you guys. I know. It's going to be so fun. We're so excited. I'm super tired right now and I still have to pack and then I have a flight at 5 a.m. So I feel like I'm a little low, low energy right now. But anyways, don't forget, wear condoms. And I have to drive Kini to the airport at 3.30 in the morning. Because Because I'm I'm not paying for an Uber. Yeah. Yeah.
you guys. Come back and see us next week. Have a wonderful rest of your day. Wear condoms. DoubleTeamPodcast.com. Check. How do I...